Welcome to the Beachy Moondoom Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. So did you hear that storm come in last night? Oh, yeah. It was like two hours long or something. It was crazy. And it never really came. I mean, at least where I was at. I mean, it rained and it thundered and lightninged, but all of the other crazy that they said would ensue and get away from the windows never <laughs> never happened, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, for, so for us, it was... It was about 10 o'clock probably, uh-huh. and, I, and I saw the lightning and heard the thunder, so I thought, I'm going to go sit outside and just, mm-hmm. uh, we have a nice little nice little yard in the backyard, yeah. and so I just sat there and really just took an opportunity to pray, and uh-huh. you know, for me, it's, it's really easy to talk with God when I see nature acting beyond, yeah. <laughs> beyond my control, right. sort of like, oh yeah, there's a bigger God mm-hmm. out there than all of this, mm-hmm. um, and uh and then I went inside, and then that's when it really hit. And then, of course, Jude was awake. Yeah. And Jude doesn't like the storms. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I had some good bonding time with my son as I held him and tried to sleep. And he slept, but I tried to sleep, right, <laughs> for the next couple hours. <laughs> then the storm was over, <laughs> and I could go to bed. But what did you think nice. about about that? Well, I mean, I th- at first I thought, is that thunder? Because I had actually checked the weather that night because when I came from Mass, it looked like it wanted to storm. And I thought, is there storms in the area? And there wasn't. And it said none whatsoever for the ra- none. Like mm. there was nothing on the radar. And so it like whipped up out of nowhere, I think, west of us. I don't know, um, like north or something. Of okay. us. I don't know. But uh, all of a sudden out of nowhere, I don't think they expected it. So I thought I was surprised by it. And then I started kind of researching it because I thought – there wasn't even supposed to be a storm. So, but I had like, I'm laughing inside because you're talking about then Jude got up and you were holding your son. I've replaced my children with dogs. So (laughs) my dog didn't like it. (laughs) She got up and I had to go. (laughs) I was watching TV. I had to take a chair and go into the hallway with her and hold her on my lap. (laughs) I think about quarter to... 11 I said okay I think that I think that the worst has gone let's let's get back into bed please and um and back we went to the bedroom (laughs) (laughs) that's funny I'm thinking Uh, to myself why would you do that why would you complicate your life with pets once the children are gone (laughs) because you miss the children and and there's still no rest (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny It's interesting, though, that you bring up the storm and and radar and tracking and all of that because it kind of plays into the next chapter of this book. And I'll tell you what, when I – I mean, just now I was reviewing it, right, because I've read it before. And I mean, man, he's really getting into it now. Uh Like if you have not picked up this book, any of our listeners, (laughs) part two is where it gets very real. (laughs) And so, uh, especially for what we're experiencing in a, uh-huh. right now with the pandemic and the world sort of topsy turvy and politics being what it is, yeah, yeah, it's just like you start to read this stuff and you're reminded of of the truth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and he mentions fear in this chapter, and so um, which is you know of course uh, a real. Uh, I think probably one of the top reasons why we lose our peace. And uh, I think at the opening of this chapter, he mentions that, um, you know, there any number of fears, you know, uh, fear of, of not having something that you need, fear of not, 
you know, understanding what you need, fear of, you know, anything. And it's the feeling of the fear that makes us lose our peace. Right. You know, right. um, that that feeling of, oh, no, um, I may not have everything that I need uh, or understand everything that I need or just inside, I think we recognize we are lacking something. And then we spend a whole lot of time trying to fill up what we think we're lacking. Um, and that's where things go wrong for us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's this false sense that we can control it. For sure. That's why I think the example of, you know, the radar and the storm coming out mm -hmm. of nowhere, right? Yeah. We have all this modern technology. Yeah. We've, you know, we're a data-centered world. And mm -hmm. so people are tracking these kind of things yeah. from as early as they could, mm -hmm. collecting information. And we still can't quite predict these things that are happening. And that always amazed me when I studied meteorology in high school that mm -hmm. we have these supercomputers yeah. that are tracking weather and we still can't really quite figure it out. It'll... No. And you know what? Um, funny you should say that. So I, I don't like wind is what I don't like. There's a whole lot of things I can tolerate. Uh, wind and the sound of the wind, if it's if we're talking about it getting up to 60, 70 miles an hour, isn't my strong suit. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and so um, I was fine listening to the thunder for, I think it was thundering an hour. And then I thought, something told me, maybe you should pay attention to what this storm might do. And that's when I picked up my phone um, to see what is this thing going to do and saw 60 mile an hour winds. And I think I saw a whole host of other things, thunder, lightning, hail, whatever. And I was like, whatever, whatever, whatever. Let's get to the meat of this thing. What are the wind speeds? <laughs> And it was like, it's traveling at 30 miles an hour and the wind speeds are 60. And then from there, I was totally unsettled. You know, I thought 60 miles an hour. And um, and I thought, oh boy, should we be concerned about 60 miles an hour? <laughs> and, but I think, had I not had any access to any of that stuff, I might have just sat there and enjoyed the, the thunder and the rain. Um, but I think sometimes... Uh, this too much information. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even, even my investigating it to see what the wind was, it's like, that's all, that's all the devil needed, uh, to have me lose my peace a little bit. Yeah. You know, something bad could happen. Winds are at 60. And you know what? I don't think they ever came in Newport news at 60. <laughs> Probably not. Right. But you were thinking yes, about it, right. And you had it in your time. mind. And this is the thing. He talks about this, right? The different fears that we have. Uh -huh. And he even says they're not just in a natural material way, right? right. We fear the loss of money, the loss mm -hmm. of a job, the mm -hmm. loss of uh, our house because a tree mm -hmm. falls on mm -hmm. it from crazy mm -hmm. wind. or. But also he talks about like fear from a moral nature. Yeah. Like how I can't seem to overcome this sin or right. I can't seem to uh, grow in this virtue that mm -hmm. I want to grow in. Mm -hmm. Or even from a spiritual sense, like mm -hmm. why is it that the rosary maybe or um, the liturgy of the hours or whatever it is that you're praying has become dry mm -hmm. and I, I mm -hmm. don't know what's going on, right? right. This, this uh, fear that we're somehow not holy enough, right? right? All of these mm -hmm. different aspects are just different fears of us trying to control mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. thinking that we can control. Mm -hmm. And this line in here is chilling where he says, man is never assured of obtaining anything. And everything which he holds in his hands can easily slip from his grasp from one day to the next. Mm -hmm. There is no guarantee on which he can count absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now, he's setting the framework for um, 
arguing against this, that we do have For something sure. that we can count on absolutely, but it's God. Yes, Right, absolutely. not any of these other mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is sort of the premise... F- by which we operate, right? Uh-huh. The fear comes into play. Like exactly. it's all slipping away. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I like the way you say that. It, we see things from the negative side, you know, uh, what bad thing is coming? What um, What am I lacking? What could be taken away from me? Uh, instead of seeing things as in the hands of God. Right. And that's what he goes on to talk about is that we lose our peace because we try to assure these things by the aid of our own human industry, mm-hmm. by what we can do. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, there is nothing we can count on. If it's just ourselves and our own technology, our right. own uh, data collection, our own um, what we've built for ourselves, the life we've built for ourselves, then, yeah, we don't have anything to stand on. Mm-hmm. Um and and his point is to try to shift the focus, right? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that it, we do have someone to rely on for sure. But boy, isn't that tough? It is. <laughs> it is. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think about how, from an early age, we're taught to take care of ourselves. I mean, isn't that what every parent wants to instill sure. in their child? A sense mm-hmm. of independence, mm-hmm. a sense of you've got this, you can figure this out, you mm-hmm. can, um, you know, take take life by the reins, right? And, and go for the goal. Get an education and, mm-hmm. uh, and a diploma and everything's going to work out. Yep. Yep. Do well in sports so that you get the mm-hmm. scholarship. Mm-hmm. Like y- your life and your happiness and your joy is on you. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And you make or break the decisions right. regarding right. whether you'll right. ultimately and be I happy. And I think that um, well-meaning, oh, certainly. though it is, well-meaning though it is, um, that we never, uh, I think, uh, provide enough of the other side of that. What happens when I get in an unexpected car accident and I lose my legs? Sure. And I can't play that sport now. Or what happens if... Um, uh, you know, uh, we have get hit by a pandemic and I lose my job. I don't, uh, I don't know that we speak into enough, um, the part, uh, that actually, uh, is where our confidence should lie and that's God, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and then we wind up putting all of our energies, uh, and teaching other people to put all of their energies into things that yes can help us uh, to grow, but not in the not in a solid foundation of uh, confidence in God, and that um, and that and that that's at the heart of it, um, and that's where we should uh, center ourselves around. Yeah, exactly, and and I think it's you know once we're centered around that, we're free yeah. to explore, we're free Absolutely. to um, do our best and and worship God through excellence, mm-hmm. right? Through pursuing excellence, whether that be in sports or in school or whatever it is that He's placed mm-hmm. before you, your job. You want to be good at your job, um, provided that it's moral, <laughs> right? Yeah, you want to do well in that, and you want to glorify God in that, but not. With that being what you rely on, yep. but that God is who you rely on. Absolutely. And then I think you, you're more free to go with the ebb and flow of things. Yeah. The receiving and the giving up. The receiving mm-hmm. and the giving mm-hmm. up. Um, because I think that it's only in this ebb and flow that we really um, get, uh, are able to go into a, a deeper a relationship with, um, with who God really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, uh, 
and we can follow him in that um, in this uh, in this exchange of giving and uh, giving up and and of receiving uh, because he always has something uh, to give us back uh, when we let go. Yeah, and I think there's a you know the children can teach us so many things about the spiritual life, yeah. right? And they just have this great trust in their parents that when they try new things, right, and then they fail at it, Mm -hmm. that the parent is there with a loving embrace. Mm -hmm. And it might be that the parent um, is able to help them Mm -hmm. get better at that thing. Mm -hmm. Or maybe, you know, you come to a point where it's like, how about we take a break from that, right? Mm -hmm. Like Max will reach a point of frustration where it's like, let's come back to this later, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but there's a, there's a freedom there to to try for things that they want to do mm-hmm. and to fail at those things. For sure. And I think because they're so trusting that the parent is there for them in different ways, they have that freedom and then the fall is not as bad mm-hmm. as it would be if it was completely relying on themselves, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so when we rely totally on God and then we pursue those goals in our life mm-hmm. to do well at work or to do well in education. And then when those get taken away, yeah, right, when we lose our job because of a pandemic, yeah, we aren't as, it's not as bad of a fall as it right. would have been if we were relying totally on ourselves. Exactly. It's still hard. Exactly. Because our eggs aren't all in that basket, so right. to speak. You know, um, uh, if we practice this and it, and it takes, um, it takes practice. I mean, you have got to put your confidence in God in order for him to prove that he is someone who can be trusted. And when you do that time and time again, it comes easier and more naturally um, as just as a, as an expression of, well, there's, it's taken care of, you know, yeah. uh, it's taken care of. And I don't know, I don't know today how, but I'm just, you know, confident that it will reveal itself um, in time. Yeah. And I think it can be practiced even in the daily things. Like we talk about the yep. major things that occur in yeah. life, yeah. but maybe just as simply as I'm about to go to bed and my child, you yeah. know, is scared of the thunder. And next yeah. thing you know, I'm, I'm not sleeping very well for the next two hours. Right. right. Is it a big deal? No. Does it really wreck me all that much? Not really. But if I have confidence that God has placed me in this in this situation mm-hmm. for a reason, mm-hmm. and then I embrace it versus I cannot believe it. Now I'm going to miss out on some sleep, right? There's a difference, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Because if I'm relying totally on my control over the situation, mm-hmm. right? Uh, okay. He has a noise machine that like all these things are yeah. in place. Why is he waking up? Then, yeah. then I've got, then I'm not practicing that total confidence in God. Right. Like, okay, here it is. I right. embrace this moment. And I think that he leads us through those small moments. You know, these are, these are ways for us to, um, and, and, and I think they're such small ways that sometimes we can think, yeah, right. <laughs> right. We need eight hours of sleep and that's all there is to it. But I think that there's something more profound happening to us in our day-to-day life mm-hmm. and that it really is just as simple as, you know what, I'm not happy about uh, losing two hours of sleep, but you know what, I trust I only need six Yeah, and it'll feel like 10. Right. And, um, and so, you know, I'm going to uh, do my best to engage with this. doesn't mean that, that I have to, you know, be happy and we have, you know, a real... <laughs> right. This is the best moment fabulous. of my life. Yeah. Right. It doesn't have to be like that. It could feel quite the opposite. Yeah. But, um, but uh, 
little bit by little bit, I think, and we talked about this some last week, the Lord meets us there and it is peaceful mm-hmm. and it does feel like a, a great moment between a, a, a father and, and their son, you know, um, it may not start out that way. Right. Right. And the more we sort of turn our eyes to God and say, I trust in you in this. It's frustrating, but I trust Mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. Then I think we start to see him act more. We start to see the ways in which either it does the six hours of sleep we get actually feels like 10 Mm -hmm. or it doesn't, but he still gets us through the next day and we sleep well the next night, right? Like that his his providence is there to catch us. Absolutely. Um, And he he kind of comes to the end of this chapter and he says, our great drama is this man does not have confidence in God. Mm -hmm. Our great drama, like this is the... I mean, this is really where everything else, this is the hinge point. This is the crux, right? Of sin, right? Of denying um, God's ability to bring you happiness and joy, but I'm going to turn to this thing Mm -hmm. for control or self-gratification or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. But also I think the crux of pretty much whether we are going to spiritually grow or not. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Whether or not we're going to be saints or not Mm -hmm. comes down to do we have confidence that God will take us there? Right. And some days I don't, mm-hmm. right? And that's just my fallen human yeah. nature. Yeah. Not because God can't follow through. He yeah. will. But I'm just saying personally, mm-hmm. there are days where I don't have the confidence in God. I place it in myself or in others or in the world, right? Yeah. Um, looking in here, uh, St. Catherine of Siena says um, in the dialogue says, uh, I guess I'll start right here. It would appear that I am not sufficiently rich to make his fortune not beautiful enough to make him beautiful. One might say that he is afraid not to find enough bread in my home to nourish himself, nor clothing with which to cover himself. And this is, uh, of course, uh, God that we're speaking of, that he is not, he does not have uh, what we need. Right. You know, he just does not have enough um, uh, to, to, to provide uh, anything uh, good, beautiful, and true for us. Yeah. And he goes on to say how this distrust comes from original sin mm-hmm. and that our whole spiritual life is a, is a re-education right. and, and a regaining of a lost confidence. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have the confidence... That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for, This, right? is, the, this is the whole <laughs> this is, crux of existence. Right. It's to learn <laughs> to abandon. Absolutely. And I think what's so wonderful that I've seen in my life is God is so good in that even when we don't always know how to abandon the little moments or the big moments. Sometimes he just takes away that thing that Mm -hmm. we've relied on for so long. Yeah. And at first it can seem like our whole world is crashing around Mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And then we come up from the ashes and we realize that God was there, Mm -hmm. that he never left us, Mm -hmm. that he's faithful Mm -hmm. and that we're okay. Yeah. You know, um, and that's pretty incredible. Mm Mm-hmm. That he would love us so much that he would even allow certain things to happen so that we could come to that confidence, yeah. even if we can't do it ourselves. Because yes. we can't do it ourselves, right? No. Isn't that what it comes down no. to? No. If we rely on ourselves to have full confidence in God, mm-hmm. then we've already failed yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> the first step, which yep. is yep. to trust that he will teach us how mm-hmm. to have confidence mm-hmm. in him. Mm-hmm. It is God uh, himself who goes after the lost sheep. It is God himself who calls to us. It is God makes the first move. Yeah. And we say, yes, Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very fitting, I think, for you know what we're experiencing today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think so. It's awesome. 
Well, I hope this was fruitful for others as it was fruitful for Tina and I. And uh, you'll probably be listening to this a week after the storm. So if you're wondering, think back to to the Friday before. Yeah. Um, and you'll and you'll get a you'll remember yeah. what we speak of. <laughs> and uh, and until next time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, pray for us. Thanks again for tuning in. We would love for you to join the conversation that we started by sending us an email at vichimundum1633 at gmail.com or by connecting with us on Facebook and or Instagram. And while we love doing these podcasts, we really love hearing from and starting relationships with you even more. I also want to extend an invitation to you that if you like these shows and would like to see more produced by our parish, please feel free to support what we're doing. You can go to Our Lady of Mount Carmel's website and give online by designating your donation to Vichy Mundum. Monthly gifts are especially helpful. Finally, as a reminder, the views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the presenters alone, and they do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Church or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. God bless you, and we look forward to talking with you soon.